Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Greetings and welcome to episode 267 of Voices from the Bench. My name is Alvin. My name is Barbara. What's happening, Barb? How are you down in sunny Florida? I think I just filled you in. This was absolutely the worst week of my career, and I've never said that and never will again. But every day was just like some sort of just really dramatic bullshit. So today's Friday. I'm going to make it a great day. It's Cinco de Mayo. I know this gets released on Monday, but we do the intro on Friday. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah. I'm just looking forward to traveling next week and hanging out with uh, Miss Heather and you and doing our voices from the bench from Ivacar. So I'm going to put my brain to next Thursday. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry you're having such a terrible week. Yeah, thanks. Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. How was your birthday? It's great to be uh, 15. Good. I'm only 30. So Yeah, yeah. You're still younger than me, though. <laughs> birthday was good. Good. Yeah, I'm at that age where it's just a day. Yeah, but you got to be feeling a lot of love from everybody that reaches out to you and all the fan pages and stuff. It's really I do appreciate that, and and the memes Joe make seem to creep back into oh, life. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Joe. <laughs> but yeah, you mentioned heading out west. Uh, Lab Day West is this weekend, Yay. so. Super excited. I've never been. I know you've been, but I've never been, and I'm really excited. It's cool, laid back, smaller, and just a great vibe. Cool. The weather here in Indiana is starting to get nice, so it makes sense that I finally leave to go somewhere <laughs> else. But yeah, we're going to be with our good friends in the Ivoclar room. Can't say enough about them, how great they are, and how great they treat us. Yes. But if you are going to Lab Day West, make sure you stop by. Say hi, or, you know, honestly, what we really want is for you to sit down with us and record. Tell us your story. Do we have cool swag again? Uh, We do not. Not that I'm aware of, unless they surprise us. We'll have stickers. All right, always always with the stickers, yeah. We're going to be there May 12th to the 13th, of course, in sunny Garden Grove, California. And, of course, we are so excited to see so many friends and hopefully make some new ones. Actually, new ones because we'll be out west, and I don't think we've ever taken the podcast that far out west. So we haven't. It's going to be really great to be able to talk to people that... We may not see at LMT Chicago, and so I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, this is the farthest we've ever taken the podcast. Thank you, Iva Clar. Thank you, Iva Clar. All right, so we do this every year, you guys. Some years are better than others, and Elvis is always like ragging on everybody. But I'm begging. Let's be honest. I beg. I know. (laughs) It seems that either we get a ton or we get none. But we're going to once again celebrate CDT and Dental Technician Appreciation Month. So, every episode in June, so we're a little early because we need to get our shit together. Every episode in June, we will play audio that you guys can send us thanking that special someone, that group, that vendor, that person, whomever. You can sit, record yourself on pretty much any phone or computer, and then email it to us at, and write this down, info at voicesfromthebench.com, or send it to us on any social media messenger service. Or if you guys are still an analog technician, which I think it's great, 
you can record yourself on a cassette tape and mail it to us. <laughs> Just kidding. But seriously, send us your thanks and let's make this the best CDT and Dental Technician Appreciation Month ever on the podcast. But speaking of Lab Day, this week we're going to step into the Wayback Machine and go back to another Lab Day. Chicago. Yay! That's right. The conversations we got while at the Ivaclar Ballroom just keep coming. And this episode has two great guests. First up is Chet Spivey, who's the Senior Vice President of Sales at Ivaclar. Chet is another that's been with Ivaclar for a long time. 25 years. Excellent. He loves it so much, this dude left Southern California to live in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> And if you ask Heather, like, why would you do that? (laughs) I think if you ask anybody in Buffalo, (laughs) why? Chad talks about some of the past product he used to market to some of the exciting new things Ivoclar has out, like their new scanner or new ways to bleach. What's super exciting, I get even closer to finding out the history behind the Emacs lips. She's coming on, man. You got to find her. You know what? She's in California. We'll talk to her next week. Yeah, well, we're going to find her. <laughs> that has to happen. And then we had the extreme pleasure to talk to the Canadian rock star denturist, Esther Schwenning. Yes. Esther comes from a big family of denturism, and she pretty much started in her family's practice in the fifth grade. Sounds like me. Yeah, get them young. No yep. labor laws in Canada. <laughs> She talks about her path, her amazing practice way, way, way up north, her quest for the perfect denture, her growth with digital, and of course, making beer. Making beer. It's a great recording that took us way too long to get. So join us as we chat with Chet Spivey and Esther Schwenning. Are you attending the LMT Lab Day West Show in Garden Grove, California? You gotta join Ivoclar as they continue to celebrate their 100-year anniversary in the dental industry. At Lab Day West, you can get up close and personal with Ivoclar's digital technology, materials, and an epic speaker lineup. Learn firsthand from many of the industry's leading dental professionals as they share their tips and tricks for success. Come and hear Raphael Santrick, Jed Archibald, Steve Hatch, and experience the hands-on courses from Janelle Tabakovich and Pat Coon. For a full listing of speakers, simply visit lmtmag.com and register today. Also, we have to have a shout-out to the podcast. Come see Elvis and I, Voices from the Bench, as this will be our home from May 12th to the May 13th. That's right. We're heading out west. Come by to say hi, be on the podcast, tell us what inspires you, or heck, just give Ivaclar a happy 100-year message. And as always, we appreciate your support of the podcast, Ivaclar. Hey, it's Candular from Switzerland. We have been designing teeth since 1936. Successful tooth design knows only one benchmark, your own standards and those of your patients. Discover our Toothline PhysioSet TCR with new 18 anterior molds, manufactured specially for the U.S. market and your daily work at your bench. If you are looking for new options in removable, get to know us at candular.com and find out more. 
you will be supported and supplied by our authorized dealer, Edmunds Dental Supply. Candular. High-end only. Voices from the Bench. The Interview. A lot of people like to go ten niner niner fiver. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see, it's more fun. Right, I, right. I think my voice sounds sexier in this thing. <laughs> He's not. All right. Chet Spivy? Chet Spivey. Spivey. Yes. You know he's going to say it wrong. <clears throat> yeah, so I do I'll it every right time. Okay. All right, Barb, you go. You oh, wanted to say it? Let's no, do the you introduction. Do it. You always do the introductions. So All here right. we are at the Iva Clark Grand Ballroom on, what is it, Saturday? Saturday. Last day of lab day. So we're, excited. We're joined by Jet Spivey. Jet Spivey, yes. Jet yeah. Spivey. Jet How are Spivey. you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. All right. So the great Laura brought you over. Right. Yes. The great Laura Gilbert. Yeah. Right. right. She's amazing. She is. So Jet, she brings Jet and I have known each other many, 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 many years. years. Yeah. Well, what's Just the history so you know. here? Iva Clark. Yeah. You know, I'm an Emacs lover. It's yeah. Everybody knows I love Iva Clark. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. So he and I have been... Right. Yep. Many, many meetings. You know, they used to have us up to Buffalo. I came down to your lab. Yep. Oh. Came down to yeah. our lab. Yep. Yeah. So. so what do you prefer, Buffalo or Florida? Gee. Oh, wow. I that's think you not, live there, that, don't that's you? A, that's a difficult <laughs> question. Do you live in it? Buffalo? I do, but oh, okay. I'm not from Buffalo, actually. You're from Buffalo. I'm not from no. Buffalo. Oh, you're not from. Where no, are you from? I'm originally from Southern California, Ventura oh. County, actually. Look wow. at him. Come yeah. on. Does yeah. he, he just screams California. So how did you end up out of California, which has a ton of dental companies, in Buffalo, we're right, driving right. No, that's a great question. So I started in the dental industry as a sales rep out in Southern California. Okay, sure. Yep, yeah. yep. So I was a sales rep for about seven years, and then uh, I was recruited by uh, Bill, Dr. Bill Dickerson to, to oh, come to LVI. the great Bill Dickerson. The great Bill that's Dickerson. Awesome. And yeah. so he, he hired me to be his uh, director of marketing, and Iva Klar was a big sponsor and actually still is a big sponsor oh, yeah. of, of LVI. And, what is that? Uh, what is LVI? Las Vegas Institute. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, right, yeah. right. So, yep. So I, I was, uh, I was recruited by, uh, by one of the sponsors actually, sure. and yeah. so, I, uh, I made the decision to go out and work for Ivaclar for a couple years. I thought, you know, because I couple. grew up in Ventura County, I was a, a beach. Yeah, a beach guy, and now I was going to the snow, so I had to learn a lot. So did you move to Buffalo? I did. Right I away. moved to Buffalo, and I, I thought I'd be there for about two years, to be honest. Really? Yep. Give it a shot, see what it's like. Exactly, and, yeah. You know. Yeah. Find out what these seasons are all about. Those types of things, right? right? Yeah, because we don't have them we in don't California have, we, and Florida. No, no, no. <laughs> Lo and behold, I met a beautiful girl who became my wife, oh. and she's a Buffalo girl. Yeah. So my two years turned into this year will be 25 years 25 in Buffalo. Five so, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 25 wow. years in Buffalo. And you've been with Iva Clara since All then. 25, yep. Really? Yep. Yeah. So tell us the story. So you started there, and then so tell I started us about there. They actually brought me on as a uh, marketing manager. Okay. So I went from sales into marketing, and I was given. I kind of grew up on the on the clinical side of the business, right? So they gave me the direct restorative portfolio, which was great, and I got to travel back and forth to Liechtenstein and and oh. uh, and participate in some product development. And, How do you and marketing? market cement? Yeah, I mean, what other? I, that's the biggest clinical that I I, I know of because I'm all lab, right? But I, I, th- I think that's what that's what makes Ivoclar really unique, you know, because we're a lab company and a dentist company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
and and dentists really trust their lab technicians, right? And so your lab technicians can make recommendations. So yep. we actually would market it through the lab a lot of times. I mean, of course, we advertised in the dental journals. Sure, sure. But by educating laboratory technicians on cementation, because they get the calls, right? Oh, you educated all the time. On me, for I, sure. Right, right. Yep. And so you know, educating someone like you're right, right. So like Barb, and then they call and. And then and I can the, walk them through she, it, and I can right. recommend she it, recommends and I can tell them this is how you do it. <laughs> and they need that. They do. Because they're they a little clueless. Well, they call sometimes. the labs first for everything. <laughs> yeah, they exactly. Do. And <laughs> you recommend it. So what's the best? Right. And, I, right. I, I, you know, and then when you're trained on it, you're recommending Ivoclar products and cements, and, and then you got to walk them through how to do it. And, yeah, I totally agree. And, and actually at that time, that was when we were really starting. That was the Empress days, right? The aesthetic oh, yeah, revolution sure. and all that. And we were... Bonding was becoming more and more important, and that yeah. was that was something that you know it took some time to learn all of that stuff, right? So excuse my ignorance, but was anybody bonding before Empress? I think there were well, maybe re- direct resin. Do you yeah. bond direct resin? Yeah, you bond direct okay. resin. But yeah, um, yeah when we see? launched uh, the rest, yeah, look at you. Right? Yeah, see, <laughs> I totally Wait, you was guessing. My job. You can take the clinical job, but now. I was right. <laughs> I wasn't sure. You didn't. I never heard of bonding until you bring up. Yeah, right. that's true. You know, Evax or Empress or right. anything like that. Yeah, that's what. So that Verilink was the. Yep. Yeah. At the time was the, and still is obviously one of our flagship cements, but um, that really put bonding on the map for yeah. Empress and things. What yeah. other clinical stuff does Ivoclar do? Well, there, we were talking about the bleaching. The yesterday. bleaching, yes, right? Yeah, like yeah. We're launching. Uh, we're actually this year. We're launching this past year. We launched a whole new whitening portfolio okay, yep. called Viva Style. Yep. Uh, it's, it's much more robust than it was in the past, so it's not only the in-office, but there's a lot of uh, take-home, you know, lip yeah. strips and the little whitening pen and things like that, yeah. as well as the in-office whitening. But so. impression material, does I have a card involved? Yeah, so back in, I think I think it was around 2003 was when we got into the impression market with, really? with a, a virtual. But now... We're really, yeah. we're really focused on digital oh, of now. Course. So yeah. now we're yeah. focused on I've iOS. actually used yeah. your scanner. The lab I'm at has one. Oh, really? It's actually okay, really good. Yeah, Viva Scan. Yeah, right. yeah, yep. it's really nice. So, I didn't know you had a scanner. Really? Wow. I think it's a right over. <laughs> Where is it? I want to see. Right here. Okay. Yep. I could yeah, probably reach it with right my cord. Right in front of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, Art. No, so we, we actually it's only been on the market. We just launched it last at the end of okay. at the end of twenty one. So. So we just had our first, finished our first full year yeah. with the scanner. So and how's that going? It's going I really mean, well. It's going yeah. really well. We'll be launching some uh, upgraded technology later in the year. So upgrade to the scanner? Uh, just software upgrades. Yeah, you sure. know, Making you know a little more AI and 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 more detail and yeah. things like that. Right. And that's faster. You getting labs getting those things? Or? You know, actually, a lot of labs are interested in them. They're actually interested in purchasing them because they want to get their clientele into scanning. So yes, that makes sense. Um, there's a there's a trend where you know, as long as you're prescribing a let's say a minimal amount to the lab, a lot of labs are buying the scanners and, and just giving them. Are to you their still seeing accounts. that trend? Yeah. yeah, we are. We are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love to be able to do that. Right. I mean, that just sounds it's it's a no brainer if you right. ask me. So you've been with Ivacar 25 of their 100 years. Is this like I have. the best ever? <laughs> that sounds quarter of a century. <laughs> quarter of a century, yeah. No, it's, and I, I have been with them a lot. In fact, we did a press conference last night, and uh, they were showing historical, you know, like a lot of products from way back when, and I actually recognized a lot oh. of the old packaging. Yes. So, yeah, that was a little surreal there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've actually, I was thinking about that this morning. I thought, you know, I really have seen a lot of, uh, innovation and and just 
Iva Clark growing into so such a such an amazing company. I mean, it was an amazing company when I started with sure. them, but uh, we've grown so much over the last my 25 years for sure. Were you in charge of marketing during the Emacs launch? You know, I was. Yep. Okay. So actually, so when here I we go. oh here we go. Oh, okay. I'm trying I know what he's to ask. find go. out who did the Emacs lips. He wants was to know you? who the person is. No, I want to know who did it, and oh. then I want to know who the person is. Well, I want. I know. I'm assuming. You know who it is, right? I know who it is. You don't know? So I might be thinking of a different video. I know that uh, you're talking about the ad. Yeah, yeah the, the yeah. one that you got the stickers from that yeah. everybody put on all uh, their invoices. Right. I, I don't. I'm not sure who the person is, okay. but I believe I believe Lee Culp was. You're the second the one to kind of mention right? that, but they're never yeah. confident. So. Right. I, I believe I believe it was Lee Culp. Really? Yeah, that, did, that, the that did the work. It's not nice Lee Culp's guy. lips, oh. though. But uh. <laughs> so he's the one that made the veneers. Yes. Yes. Okay. Did he huh. take the photo, or did that come no. to Ivo? No, Clark no, that you? would be Ivo Clark. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. And you don't know who it is. And so that was a fun campaign because it blew up when we started. The lips were the first phase of the ads. The lips were closed, right? You couldn't see teeth, and then really, and then the pa- in the next phase, the patient turned, and then the third oh, phase that. when we actually launched, the lips were open and you could see the teeth. So you so like it was kind of a teaser campaign? Oh, it was I had really no ex- idea. Yeah, we used to do a lot of teaser campaigns yeah? back then. Right, it's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. I remember when Prime came out, there was a bunch of teasers. Sure, yeah, we yeah a we lot launched our- it in this room, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure we did. Yeah, you know, we yeah. I think we've been in this room. Ever since I've been with Ivan, really, Clark. yeah, yeah, spent a lot of time. Well, in here. once we moved over from, the, we used to be at a different hotel, and then LMT That's moved true, over yeah. here, yeah. and we've we've been in this room for a long time. So long that you get mail. We kind of own. It's a great the spot, ballroom, though, right? You don't have to walk five miles to get there. You just like turn right. the corner, and you're right here. here. You are, yeah, and you're right across the registration desk. It's a perfect spot. It is. So, it what is. else do you have planned for the day? So, you're launching. Are you launching anything? I think we asked. Um, Somebody yesterday, and that was more about people. Like this year is more about your customers. Right, and it's all about our customers. Yep, I yep. love that. It's about our it's about our customers, it's about our people. You know, our own our own team, and it's also our business partners as well. Yeah. So we're really fo- That's really our primary focus, right, at the moment. Yeah, I love that. Yep. But no new equipment this year. Maybe uh-huh. IDS, maybe I don't know. No, not this year. We, we it's a little light this it's year. Okay. Yep, yeah. we'll, well be launching. You don't have to come out something every year. It's well, hundred years. Yeah. What the, you don't need to launch something when right. you're celebrating hundred years. <laughs> right. I mean, we'll have we'll have some more materials that we'll be launching later in the year. You know, things yeah. that'll be anything yeah, we can talk about. A little bit more exciting. We'll be expanding our you know more in our zirconia portfolio. That's okay. really that's really the the buzz right now sure. is, is zirconia. Right. We're seeing obviously a, a huge shift towards zirconia. Yeah. Heck yeah, we are. Are you doing anything with the Emacs um, MTs? I know that I cannot do a C. I think it's a C1 or a C2. I always have to use LT, and it makes me crazy. Are they making an MT? Um, I could I'm, be wrong. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure so. about the MT. No, I think we're, we're going to focus a little more on the chair side as well. Really? Uh, on the zirconia. Okay. Yeah, so there'll be some exciting things coming out at the end of the year. So for chair side? For chair side, uh, CAD cam and yeah. things like that. So we'll be taking... Some of our technology that we have on the lab side, and we'll be bringing that over to chair side a little bit. Well, Chet, thank you so much. Oh, yes. thank you. I appreciate thank it. You. Oh, what a, a lot pleasure. Of fun. Thank you. Luck. Good Great to you. see you again. again. Yep. Awesome. All right. All thank right. you so much. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks. All right. Take Bye. care. 
how are you? I love this already. Oh, I'm a fan. I've got them all you. over my oven. Yeah, I have a laptop. And my <laughs> Same here, my laptop, my oven. Mm-hmm. So we are at the Ivo Clark Grand Ballroom celebrating their 100 years at LMT Lab Days Chicago 2023. Got that out of the way. Are you going to say that every time? No. Okay. No. I was just, he's going to say it all day today and then stop tomorrow. Yeah. I'm already kind of sick of saying <laughs> it. Tongue, like a tongue twister. Yeah. yeah. But we finally have Esther Schwenning on. Hello. Esther Schwenning. Okay. So I just, love that name, by the way. Just a backstory. During COVID, the Denturist Association. Is it the NDA, National Denturist Association? Association. They did their meeting virtual, and they asked me to host a panel. And Esther was on it with a few other people. We had a lot of fun, but it was super awkward because it was all virtual. And I've never hosted a panel before in my life. But turned out uh, okay. It was, I thought it was we, all right. We, yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was, you know what? And learning curve. Yeah. Yes. And somewhere on the dark web, I'm sure you can find this video. <laughs> <laughs> the dark <laughs> web. See, there again, I don't know the dark web. But I we, continue. we got to connect a few times mm-hmm. and did a little few practice rounds. And with our mutual friends of Patrick Allen uh, and all him. those other great denturists, mm-hmm. I know a lot about you, but I want to know more. Okay. So... Canada, right? Yes. So where in Canada? Uh, northwestern Canada. So uh, everyone's familiar with Vancouver. If yep. you jump in a car, I'm about nine hours north of Vancouver. Nine hours That's north. That's a long wow, north. You're yeah. up Is there. there nothing between there and Vancouver? You <laughs> can't <laughs> be like a little north from another town, or it's just nine hours north? There's a few little small cities, um, but or a short one-hour flight. It's, it's not okay, too bad. Yeah, That's okay. not bad. Yeah, that that sounds sense. better. But it's beautiful. It's a beautiful area of the world. I bet. I bet. I mean, just wilderness? I mean, is it... Yeah. Yeah, it's a fair amount of wilderness. Um, very much we're like a logging industry town, uh, lots of mining in that area. We're situated sort of halfway between the Rocky Mountains and the ocean. So oh, it is really pretty. You have the best awesome. of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Wow. So obviously, because I brought it up, you're a denturist. Yes. So yes. how did that come about? Oh, that's kind of a bit of a, an interesting story. I'm actually number six out of seven denturists in my family. Oh, wow. um, my uncle uh, was originally a denturist, which uh, my aunt, my mom's sister, married him. And he gave me my very first after-school job when I was in grade five. And in that, fifth grade, you were and working. what grade. was that? I got to yes, know. and that was the year HIV came out. And I was a sterilization girl. And they didn't really know much. They were taking all these courses. And so I'd ride my bike down after school. And wow. I was, they had all these impression trays. Is there not a child labor law yeah, about not, sterilization Yeah, not in northern Canada. Not <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, and I was the cool kid because I always had spending money. But, yeah, so I would do all the sterilization, and it was wonderful. And um, and then, then I upgraded to the next worst job, which was polishing. And then slowly I started taking oh, over. Oh, you got all the fun all stuff. All the fun huh? stuff. And then, you know, as you got older, the responsibilities got better. And, yeah. and it was, um, you know, he really taught me how to work. How, you know, how to get the lead out, yep, to, yep. you know, um, you know, still values like that. But it really had just sort of um, put a love of teeth. And the fact that every single person that walked into that clinic, you, you were helping them in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. It, was, it was really good. Yeah. Did you get a, any, like, hands-on with the patient during this time? Or um, slowly by the time. They keep the child labor in the back. <laughs> I was going to say. By the time I reached about grade 10 or 11, um, I was allowed to do billing. Um, so I was working, you know, helping book appointments. And, oh, yeah. And, you know, billing insurance plans and things like that. That's so, crazy. Yeah, then so you basically grew up in grew there. Grew up, yeah. Then I, I graduated, um, worked with in a commercial dental lab, seeing no patients. Absolutely hated it. I just love the human side of things. How long were you um, there? Only about maybe nine months. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, really and then um, I went back to school and... Um, 
uh, went back to college and got uh, a diploma in travel and tourism and became a travel agent for a number of years. Wow, and that's a switch of yeah, a gear. Yeah, it was crazy. And just what hate, drew you to that? Just, I just wanted people. I love it. Yeah, I yep. wanted to travel. It just sort of seemed like a really, I don't know, neat thing. I don't know, at the time, you know, you're young and yeah. um, hated it. And <laughs> <laughs> And always regretted that I didn't it go. It would bother me to plan great trips for other people that I couldn't go on. You know, you know the, kind of the funny thing is, is I actually travel more now in dental than oh, I, I did when do. I was actually oh, in the travel yeah. industry. And I see now. Yeah, and I see more people in dental. So what yeah. drew you back? So you went out, you were traveling. Um, How did yeah, you know you wanted so to come nine, back? So then 9-11 happened, and it was actually my brother. And he's just like, he's like, Esther, you're not happy. And he goes... He goes, I just know what, I know you regret, and I regret, you know, going into dent, back in, into being a hemodenturist. And I said, you know, I do. And he goes, you can do it. And I'm like, I can do it. And I was sort of having this, like, midlife, you know, it's almost approaching 30. And I thought, I should just go back to dental school. And so I did that. And I went back to dental school and um, just never looked back. And I think I really appreciated a lot more being more an adult than I would have had I done it as a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. So when you went back to dental school, was it focused on removable, or did you learn was, everything yeah, and ca- just go towards it? Um, so it was a dentures uh, diploma program oh. in Canada, and it was just strictly dentures. So it was uh, two years. Um, um, George school. Brown? Is that what uh, this one was actually Vancouver Community College at oh, okay. Vancouver. It's unfortunately no longer open. The, the government had closed it due to structural changes. but uh, And then it was one year apprenticing, and then I was invited back to do the board exams. And, wow. Yeah, so three So years. you said that there were seven of you. So yeah. who else? Your okay, brother? so so my 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 uncle who's uh, since passed away, my aunt, uh, his nephew on his side who just just retired, my aunt who's another one of my mom's sisters, she just retired. Two of my cousins, my sister and myself. Oh my god! Yeah, and the brother that convinced you is not. No, he's a mechanic. He actually works for CN Rail. He's a diesel locomotive mechanic. <laughs> so are you guys all close to each other? Yeah, Do you work together? yeah, yeah. You know, you you know you can attend like a wedding or a funeral in our family and get CE credits because. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> no, just uh, we just yeah, it's 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 really nice. Yeah. So tell us about your daily life. So oh, that's how gosh. you got into it. Are you in your own? Are you working for yes. a doctor? Uh, no, no, I have own? an independent practice. So I'm, I'm, I have the privilege of being both the clinician and the technician. Got it. So you know, if if the work in the labs you know comes in really bad, it's only myself because I did the work in the clinic. So yeah. I have to, you know, give myself the spanking and go back and take a better impression. <laughs> So it's kind of nice. I think it really advances your skills a lot faster when you realize, oh, man, you know, um, getting those records in in the chair are just so, so important to whether you're going to have success on on the technical side. You certainly see the marriage between the two. Yeah. So day to day, we're busy. Um, uh, We're a clinic of all women. Um, I've got two other dentures that work for me. Associates actually had three. Currently, I've got two. Um, we keep losing them to mat leaves, but they keep coming back, so that's nice. And wow, uh, there's nine women all together in my clinic, and we adopted fully removables. So if you can t- basically, if you can take it out at night and put it in a jar, we'll do it. So, you know, night guards, bleaching trays, uh, dentures, partial dentures, splints, all that type of stuff. So, so what is the name of the practice? It's a uh, Northern? Uh, Northern Northern Lights Dental yeah, Clinic. Northern yeah, Lights. yeah, yeah. We still come up with that. Oh, we see. We have a well, lot of the, uh, the yeah, the Royal Borealis. Like yeah. you get to see that. Mm-hmm. That is on a bucket yes. list of yes. mine. Really? Yeah. It's I know it's where beautiful. I'm going to go. Yeah. I know. It just looks fascinating. Yeah. So when did you open the practice? Um, I worked with my, my, my cousin and my aunt for about five years, and then I took time to leap of faith and opened, and that would be in 2011. 2011. Yeah. And at that time, it was just you. At that time, it was just me, and then we just sort of really grew. And sort of my career kind of in like the whole speaking and traveling sort of started is um, I had had a whole row of dentures of lower dentures that like really fit well and then they didn't fit and I couldn't quite figure out why. And 
I kind of suffer from insomnia a bit, and I was like Googling one night on my phone, I'm like, why do lower dentures sometimes get suction and sometimes don't? And I came across this prosthodontist in Japan, Dr. Yuro Abe. Abe. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and um, this was years ago, and I, I emailed him, I'm like, you have to come to Canada. I was, I was, um, I sat on the board for the Dentures Association of British Columbia oh, at wow. that time, yeah. and I was um, helped with their education and conventions, and I said, you just must come speak, and we, we need to learn how to do this, and no, no, we just couldn't come to Canada, and, and I was a busy man, so I said, okay, well, you know, I'll have to come to you. So I phoned my sister up. I'm like, we're going to Japan. And we booked his next course. And Damn. I just needed to see what That's it was all about. Of you. Yeah. So we just, we, we took our husbands, we jumped on a plane, we went to Japan, and we did his course. And I'm just like, like, the world needs to know about this. Like, this yeah. is just amazing. So we started the journey with that. And um, so nobody in. Canada knew about it? No, we were like, my sister and I were basically like the second people in Canada to take the course. Wow. Did you find North out America. about it? Google at like three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you had insomnia. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So we did that. And um, and then so both my sister and I became instructors. Um, as long as we, um, the Marcus Fisher also in Canada became an instructor and we just put on a ton of courses and lectured and taught about it. And then... Um, there was I was um, at a speaking at a conference in uh, Canberra, Australia. We were having um, um, meetings for everybody that was these SAMCDs, lower sexual denture. All the yeah, instructors yeah. came together, and, and I got the straw to go to Canberra. So it was actually kind of funny. It was it was our one warm week we actually got, and mm-hmm. like, we don't really get like warm summers. And so I was going to miss our one hot week in, uh. in Canada, and I get to Canberra and it was snowing. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm jinxed. So uh, it was kind of funny, but so I was so jet lagged. I, you know, I'm doing my thing, and then um, I thought, okay, well, and it was in this beautiful theater hall, and the seats were super comfortable. So I just kind of like, you know, sat back. And I'm like, I'm just going to listen to what they have to say. I've been to a million conferences, but and this gentleman gets on the stage, and his wife was like an orthodontist, and and he was playing around with her Trio Centaurus camera, and he was using mesh mixer and our PD module in three shape, and he was making immediate dentures, mm. and I was just cool. like jaw on floor i was yeah. like could you knew that. or what i knew i knew instantly. That, was, that was in 2016 <laughs> wow that was and early it was early early and it was um his name was john bachelor a lot of people are familiar with jb and uh jb had this little i uh, was you know amalgamate uh, very much close had this relationship with peter anastasia and they and they were they were kind of like the godfathers of these digital yeah. ventures and we just became super good friends and they were just they took me under their wing and i kind of like ruthlessly stalk them <laughs> and uh, yeah and, and that's sort of how how we kind of ended up bringing digital dentures into western canada was was through them so yeah. nobody was doing it not at this point we had we had the avident um option, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. remember that but you know and, and we you know that was good and, and i really think that you know they they always will be our forefathers of digital dentures like yeah. they really did pave the way um and you know almost maybe even slightly even ahead of their time from when mm. it did yeah, come they out, came out they, you know they could, yeah yeah but uh and you know and i think that they really set certain standards and certain expectations for what we were expecting and even just kind of worked on workflows and yeah absolutely. I, they will always have a spot in my heart for for what it is they, they did and pioneered and trailblazed for us on that but uh yeah so when we did it we um we, we went full bore we bought one to three shape and bought printers and we ended yeah up what email. printer like to well, talk to oh us gosh you know I you know that. it's so funny when you you know you decide you're gonna go digital and it's actually at chicago it was chicago f- f- five or five years ago and i'm that's it i'm doing it i'm repping the mad eight off and going digital yeah. so i you don't even know what to ask for like you know and i don't speak the digital language so nah. i walked around to all the booths and i had my little notepad and i'm like I'm going to buy a printer that's within my price range that has the best microns. So thinking it's all had to do with accuracy. So I'm yeah. going around, going around, and I'm like, this one's got 50 microns, this is 75 microns. So I buy this printer, and it like printed down to like 50 microns, which I think was pretty darn good. 
and took it home. Um, I didn't have a scanner. I didn't have any software to design anything, but I had a printer. <laughs> you know, if I build it, it will come. It will come. If you build it, it will come. I've had so many dentists tell me, you think I ought to get a printer? I'm like, well, what software are you going to use? What? Oh, well, what? what do you software? think? It just magically appears in that? Well, apparently I, apparently I was in that group. So, <laughs> so, so it was staring. another 3 a.m. morning. Yeah, Googling so I'm staring software. at this printer. And I think I needed to do that, though, because I think it kind of, yeah. and I laugh Probably about it. Probably pushed you. Yeah, I had to push more. it. Yeah, and I laughed about it. And, so then we start to get the pieces. We start using this printer only to realize it had 23-hour print times. It was a question oh, I didn't wait, have. Man, that's 23 a long 23 hours? 23-hour print times. They, the company doesn't exist anymore. I would imagine yeah, they so. did <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what? Wow. I, you know what? The, I learned so much on that little printer. Yeah. You know? And then we kind of jumped around. We got some other printers. And then um, our fifth and our sixth 3D printer ended up being a Seekas. And we run the little Seekas. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. like little workhorses. Oh, you just hear so many oh, good God. things about they that just, And they're open. And they're just easy to use. And um, yeah, I just love them. They don't take a huge footprint. They're not loud. They're just, yeah, they're great. So we currently run two Asiga Maxes, um, two PM7s, and I've yeah. got two PM7s. Uh, wow! Yeah. Gosh, I just love them. Yeah, but we so only do removables. We don't do any other milling. Like we don't do no. So are you all digital, or do you do some parts um, analog? I think that probably in the world of dentures, we are about as digital as you can get. Yeah. In today's standards, okay. yeah. meaning meaning that like, we will still take an analog polyvinyl impression yeah. and then scan that in. Yeah. You know, there's still you know we still certain things that you kind of have to cross back over For into accuracy. And fit exactly, and, and you just—I just—I mean, I love intro scanning, but it's—it's it's not mucocompressive; it's mucostatic, and there's no way that you can actually properly record all the soft tissue yeah. uh, attachments and molds. And it's an—it's an open impression, so retroroll pads are just displaced and distorted. And I just—yeah, yeah, it's not no, a function. It's Those not are a function you have to have. They are. They really yeah. are in the removable world, yeah. because unfortunately, um, this isn't a fixed appliance. Like it's. You know, it, it's you know, you smile and these lower dentures can pop up. So if you don't have a proper border molded impression with a properly made custom tray, I, I think you're going to be at a loss. It'll be yeah. a failure. Yeah. So do yeah. you use special impression material that's scannable? You know, pretty much now, you know, um, especially with uh, with the three shape scanners, almost everything is scannable. Like sometimes really? it's a little bit wet, like we have to dry it off. Yeah, uh, we do have a little bit of a like a um, powder, a really, uh, scanning powder. Like powder. A, I love yeah, yeah, I love yeah. the the three shape scanning powder. Just kind of dust it with like a makeup brush. Yeah. And dust it if if there's a little spot that we need to get. But it's so scannable. Um, not you know not to like tout different brands, but I'm kind of addicted to the Ivaclar virtual impression material. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. It's one of the only ones that when you're taking your your impression, if you see a pressure point, you can grind it and it's grindable, and then you can go back over and do a wash, and it doesn't like rip the whole impression right Interesting. out. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. So um, especially if you kind of get into some like the advanced. Um, a final impression taking techniques you take an impression grind 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 you go back and take impression over again you grind 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 until you have this no perfect yeah, yeah. exactly so with some of them like um patients so, cussing you out for their third impression yeah <laughs> <laughs> no pain, no gain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like I said, you got to suffer to be beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to get you, you there. We're going to get you there, yeah. <laughs> so you're using that material on yeah. impressions, and then yeah. you're scanning with? Um, we have um, an E3 scanner. Like okay. We have the original E3. It's not even the red. Um, it's, a, it's probably going to die any time now. I, I'm really eyeing up that new. Yeah, I was just F- going to say, oh, you, like, I'm sure oh. you're looking for something. So you I put know. a... Impression in the desktop? We, we have two trioses. We have a trios uh, three and a four. And we will use that for all of our um, like uh, partial dentures and immediate dentures. Yep. Um, and if a person is a, um, like let's say, a full upper over natural lower, um, I'll take their upper impression and then 
one, and then as that's setting, I'll scan their bottom, wow. <laughs> right? They pull yeah. it out, scan the, the polyvinyl in the upper. With the With, with, the, the, with, with yeah. the intro, I'll pop it back in and scan their bite together. And so you can get them in and out on final impressions. In so you like, get their bite with the tray? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't see why that wouldn't work. Yeah. And it's all done, to, all done to one appointment. So do you print models every time? Um, we will then print a model, especially if there's going to be a bite change. Yep. Yeah, but if there's no bite change, then no. No, you just... No, straight to finish. Straight Are to finish. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's working. Wow. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we're, we're, we've... Um, and keep on, we, you know, this is, we just we produce for ourselves, but uh, we're pushing close to 5,000 milled arches and probably close to about 9,000 printed prototypes and immediate transitional dentures. That's stuff. awesome. So we've done a lot. Like that's we've done a few. Lot, and we've had a lot, lot of failures. <laughs> so they... Yeah, so, you know, we've kind of gone... We've gone both ways. Like, you know, if, if it can be broken, we've done it. So, like, talk to me about a failure so that whoever's listening can learn something. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, I think our failures are, well, a failure is also going to be in in the eye of the technician as well. You know, our our first digital dentures, they were pretty ugly. Like, you know, they, uh, (laughs) I'm going to be really honest with you. And I think that there was really a bit of a learning curve as to when you're seeing something and it looks 3D on a screen, but actually, in fact, it's only 2D, you know, and you're rotating it. And then to actually see it manufactured in a printed or milled form, it looks different, right? You know, all of a sudden it's like, you know, quad ones way out here (laughs) or, you know, or you don't realize how much like the necks of the eye teeth or, you know, the canines are tilted in. And I think it took like you know quite a few cases before you start to kind of connect what it is that you were almost seeing on the screen to, reality. to what reality actually was yeah. um you know and we were so proud of our first few cases and then two years later when they started coming in to have relines and rebases you we were like yeah we're just gonna mill you another one and it's gonna look better better and i don't want anybody i don't want anyone to see that but they, they were still beautiful cases but you know honestly like yeah. you know it's like anything else you you come out of dental school and you know you're, you're so proud of your first few cases and then oh, yeah. two years later yeah. you come back you're like who oh, was that gosh i'm so glad they returned back to me <laughs> we're gonna fix that midline <laughs> but you can reline digital you know what and actually i think that's really the beautiful part about it especially with a system like the ive ocean system is it still is the exact same pmma that we've been used to for like the last like 20 30 40 50 well, years still right out of acrylic it's still made out of acrylic it's ivo based acrylic same material that's in our ivo yeah. based machines yeah. do you guys have ivo bases we sure too? do yeah we, yeah we run three of them we still and then in some cases why do you even bother well you know and that's actually kind of <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Um, because we're clinic and lab, you know, when we're going to do, for example, I don't like relining. I was, I'm a firm believer in rebasing instead of relining. You know, it gets rid of all the old bacteria. What's the difference? Um, a rebase is all of the pink gets cut off and all the pink gets put back on okay. again. Or a reline is just like a little tiny, like a layer on the inside. In case you didn't gotcha. know, Barb is not a removable technician. Uh, well, that's why I'm asking. No, no, it's, a great it's a great question. And I, great this question. is what I always tell my patients. Um, you know, it is recommended to have a rebase every three years, every two years in Canada. Um, and it does three things. Number one is it tightens them up. And that's why people come in. Oh, my yeah, teeth yeah. are loose, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why, you know, so it's, that's kind of the thing that they always think it, ha- you know, it's solving. Yep. But what we don't talk about is that plastic is just plastic. Mm-hmm. Forget, forget that it's a medical appliance. It's the same as a car seat. It's the same as anything. And over time, and it, 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 it <laughs> becomes brittle. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. it's prone to cracking and breaking. Yeah. That's why our car seats expire for our children in our car. Because shouldn't the event we be in an accident, they, they're brittle. They're just not strong. As yeah, it's like that. helmets. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. And the third reason... They are porous. Like, take a look at these things. Like, yeah. do slides of them and, and look at the bacteria levels and the candida levels that I are. I don't want to. You know, you, <laughs> so that just gr- keeps the patients yeah. healthy by yeah, doing that. Yeah, they, they don't that, taste or smell as fresh as they did yeah, two years okay. ago. And you, know, you grind them, and they're they're 
Yeah, they're pretty funky. Yeah, so, you know, but having all that fresh. So if, for a while there, we were using the copied entry format and we were doing digital rebases, but yeah. we kind of had a hard time with patients surrendering their old teeth to us to get the new ones. And, and, and then also it really tied up our mill. So our rebases, now we still use our Ivo base. We, so you smart. You yeah. Matrix the teeth, yeah, remove flaskets. the acrylic, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then school, and yeah. then you know what? Honestly, like we take a, we do our our, our proper PVS portable impressions in the morning, and they have those rebases back by one o'clock that yeah. afternoon. Yeah, it's it's pretty fast. So. Do you ever have a patient that had a digital then rebased into traditional, yes. and they now they like it more? They, they can't it, tell. They honestly they can't, can't tell, tell because when you're flasking it, you're still getting that same uniform two millimeter thickness that yep. the digital had given you. Yep. So but you, know, you have don't you add the fibers and all that? Or? Um, there is actually if you take a look, really good close look at the Ocean puck, there's fibers in the. Puck. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. If you choose a preference, I mean, we don't. We just seem to always use preference. Yeah, yeah. There, there's little fibers in it. Oh, so, yeah, they really don't, they can't they tell. They cannot tell. That's no. amazing. They cannot tell. So, uh, talk to me about the PM7. Yes. Mm-hmm. And milling mm-hmm. the dentures. Yes. So, how many can you do? How fast are they? I like, mean, what is that whole workflow? Yeah. I mean, a lot of it depends on our size, which would then determine the speed of the mill. I think, in, in my mind, even if I was to buy a mill today, it still would be another PM7 if I was to get a third one. And the reason being is that Avocar has a proprietary overmilling size st- strategy for dentures. So Don't say you want a third one too loud. They're all right here. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> They'll sell you one in a hurry. So just keep it up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, after seeing that scanner and then the Trio's 5 and then uh, my colleague was at the Modjaw. You've uh, got a thing. list, right? The, the list is very expensive and very long. Yeah. <laughs> Worst part about coming to these things, we all want it. Um, when we're in dental school and we, a patient comes in and they have a sore spot or they have an adjustment, um, yeah. you know, it is just absolutely hammered into our head. It's occlusion, occlusion, occlusion. You know, it's all about that. Sure. And when something is not fixed, it's literally just balancing the mouth on a very, very light suction kind of mechanism. Yeah, yeah. You know, by establishing negative so you pressure. Can feel everything. Exactly. So if they bite down and they deflect a little early on even just one slight tooth, it's going to pop the denture out and the denture is going to fall right out. So wow. it's really, really important in removables that you just have, you are absolutely establishing your, 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 your bite every single time. And you don't have any deflections when you're going into, kind of like a mortar and pestle. It has to be yeah. like butter. It has to be absolutely yeah. smooth. So when we're processing analog or if we're processing where we're slipping in carded teeth, if even one tooth is just a little tiny bit not perfect, you've got an occlusion issue, yeah. right? And you've got to mill it in. Yeah. With uh, Ivocardin's method um, is that we, we mill the base, we mill the teeth, we pop it in, or you can mill it even in one piece, and then it goes back into the mill and it mills everything. So even if the teeth are just off by, let's say, 100 microns or something like that, it still mills the entire closed surface of the tooth back to perfect occlusion so that you've you done in your design. Wow. If you design it and it's not perfect... Well, then it's it not going to be perfect. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. It doesn't fix then it. Doesn't yeah. fit. Yes, it's never going to fix sloppy clinical work. Yeah. 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 That so if sense. you took a sloppy bite, are you? To, well, yeah. yeah. So going back to that's where we. It's not yeah. a miracle work. No, <laughs> no, no. And in fact, it, I think it almost makes what you've done in the chair room. It, it, it just it, you know it, it really um, makes it more pronounced, right? You can, yeah. If, if you've done an error, it really shows the error. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's so much more accurate, right? Yeah. yeah. So how quick can you design a denture now? And um, if it's if it's a through. simple like we're not talking like some like really funky you know yeah. class two crossbite yeah, you know yeah, something yeah. you know 
you know, or you know, a cleft palate or something kind of yeah. crazy. Uh, between twenty to thirty-five minutes for, for a full full. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. No, no, compared not to twenty-three hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the milling, that's the design time. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. scanning oh, and design. Okay. Yeah, that'll be if everything goes good. A uh, milling time between two to two and a half hours. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I do my temporaries now on the PM seven, and yeah. we just blow right through them. It's just fast. It's oh, it's accurate. Fast. Yeah, and we kind of do like the step ones, like we mill the bases and the teeth during the day, and then we pop them all in, and then step twos go at night. <laughs> so oh, okay. Yeah, because the step yeah. two is the, the longer. It takes, you know. So is that like a puck? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, like it's, like, it's like a puck, just just like a zirconia puck, but thicker. Yeah, and it's just sort of in the same holder that the zirconia would be in. And do they have different depths of thickness? They do, I believe. Oh, going off the top of my brain. I think that the, the tooth puck is like 20 millimeters, and then like... And then we're going up to like a 30 millimeter, and you can then nest the teeth out, so you kind of go up to like 35 millimeter. Wow. There is the odd patient that doesn't fit in a puck. That's like, what I was going to say. There is the odd patient. What are um, those pallets that are like We this? have the yes. same thing. Yes. I mean, yes. for the podcast, I'm making a high arch. Yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. I can see it. Yeah, and then we're going to go back. And then what we're going to do is we're going to print the base. I mill the teeth. And then the printed base, we flask it, and we mm-hmm. ivo-base it because it's still ivo-base wow. material. So quite often I can mill the lower but then I have to, I've always stepped her, but it's still the same material. And so they, they can't tell. They can't tell. It's That's good. Awesome. And because it's printed, you're still got the exact same uniform thickness. That's so neat. So in a way, it still is a digital denture. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Or dig- a digital hybrid denture, we'll call yeah. that. Yeah. What about on implants? Do you deal with any oh, of that? Oh, gosh, yeah. We do a ton. And do you really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And You're you know, in the middle of nowhere. How many people? No, yeah. no. It's no. Uh, well, Prince George She's just nine, mi- nine hours, but it's <laughs> nine not hours in the middle of nowhere. From a big city. city. We are another city. Prince George actually is it's, it's quite a neat little place. Uh, we've got a population in city proper of about nine about 90,000. People that commute to the city every day, about 125. Okay. But, we, but we're, the, we're sort of the last city that services the north. So we have everybody comes from all the other small little communities um, oh. down um, where like, we've got a cancer treatment center we've um, lots of um, you know the logging headquarters mining headquarters everything's in Prince George so um, we have a ton of um, First Nations reservations that we serve as a huge high oh, yeah. Aboriginal population in northern Canada so <gasps> really yeah, so they come oh, and, they, and then they just yeah that will they, um, it's really great there's programs but and this is where I think digital has just been such a such a godsend in our clinic because um, they'll come in and they're you know come in every once every six months and they're only here for five days, and they got to do eyes, teeth, ears. Oh, <laughs> you know, geez, they've got yeah. all, they, you know, they got all their appointments yeah. booked and and so they, they and we have time is an issue. Time is an issue, and we need to get something successful. And then we're not going to see them for six more months, and so you know we need to make sure that they're you know, comfortable, people, they fit right. There's no high spots. Yeah, and yeah. they're in these remote communities, yeah. and make sure that we're giving them the same level of care as somebody who's maybe down the street two blocks. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know about the law, but are you? doing like hygiene at your office we're not doing the hygiene um not on like natural teeth but yeah. we do obviously denture hygiene sure yeah, yeah so when these people come from we, outskirts we, they start somewhere else and yeah. then get sent to you you know we're just it's oh, man we're so blessed we have such a wonderful relationship with um the local dentists in our community nice. and the majority of denture patients are actually unattached which means that they haven't seen a dentist in 10 well, or more yeah, years. So, you know, yeah. there's a reason, you know, yeah, yeah. and and it could be a lot of it has to do with phobia. Like dental phobia is really, really huge. high. It's yeah. huge. I, I read somewhere, don't quote me, I read somewhere, but it's equal to or higher than even a, a phobia of spiders. Like yeah. it's, I'm, I'm, I'm related to some and it yeah, just blows my mind. I'm like, oh. You know, 
And I mean, no one wants to be the chair. I'm, the, I'm probably the worst dental patient. I, I white knuckle it, and I don't even like to be in the dental chair. But it, it's you know, but you know, we, we have to do it. But um, there's a reason why they've lost their teeth in the first place. Yep. You know, or, yeah. or we're dealing with trauma, or you know, we're dealing with fear. Um, yeah, fear. Um, you know, you know, accidents, um, spousal abuse, drug addictions. There just is a million things as to why yeah. people lost teeth. Sometimes it's just old-fashioned genetics. You know, sometimes we're dealing with things like bulimia, or we're dealing with uh, cancer treatments yeah. where people have had you know radiation exposure in the thyroid and it just kills. Well, themselves. we just learned recently about. Old, the aging population, medication, and dry oh mouth. Oh, gosh, it's it just out, you know? terrible. It's just terrible. Yeah. So you just never know the reason why that person sort of ends up in your chair. And, you know, it's... I think that you yeah. can feel that attachment that you have from people. And you always said you loved people and that you feel that when you're oh. talking about it because there are so but many changes, things. It doesn't matter what we are in dentistry. We're changing... We, I hate... I that slogan's so overused, but we are changing people's lives, yeah. really. Yeah. And I think the beautiful part about going back to our dental community is that when we're seeing these patients, and they're complex cases, and we're referring the the, 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 the natural tooth side back to dentists. Yeah. So then they just refer us all of the denture work, right? Yeah. Because it's right. like they don't want to touch the de- they don't want to touch the denture work. Yep. We obviously can't touch any of like the restorative, if right. any crowns or yep. any root canals or if any, you know, just even a general cleaning. So it's a really good marriage between the. Oh, between that's the, important because you hear some horror stories out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And dentists, and, and I, I just really wish that dentures would be all over the world um, and recognized because it is just Plus such a compliment. Yeah. It is such a compliment to the dental industry. And, you know, it's I, I know that my the colleagues I work with, they find dentures are a blessing. And, and, and my dentist, I, I love them and it's. It works really well. Are you the only denturist in the area? Um, I'm not. There's actually um, there's actually three other offices. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, my cousins have. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> related yeah. to all of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're, they're great. It's, it's lovely. And sometimes, you know, I think also finding finding your own uh, clinician is a little bit like finding your hairdresser. you got to find someone you click with. So yeah. Oh, it, you yes. Know, you know, <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. And you got to feel like, you be comfortable. I like the hairdresser analogy. It's, it's, it's so true. true and it, it, it's not that that's maybe a bad hairdresser. There, but you know, they, just, they gave you the Rachel haircut from 1992, not the one you wanted. And you don't like it, <laughs> and then you can't tell her, so you just leave. I know because right? you want her feelings. Because yep. you know, your kids go to the same daycare. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, it's important that you do find someone that you click with, and I, and I think that's even even the dentures within in, in our community and surrounding areas. Uh, we all have beers together. We're it's 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 a good, and we can refer back and forth. So you know, I said, you know what, I just think maybe you need a second opinion, and I want you to go see these people. And and listen, you know, if it's not working, I'll I'll. I'll transfer the, the money you've deposited. We'll put it over there. And they oh, can, wow. Yeah, like you it's, guys are that like, close. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, wow. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you know. Do you guys have like a study group or anything? Um, not particularly just within my community, um, but I did start a study group, group um, for Western Canada nice. uh, for anybody going into digital dentures. It's now expanded. We actually have a couple of people in the States. We have some people, lots of people from now from Western Canada, Eastern Canada, I should say. The only criteria is that you have to be in removables yeah. and you have to go into digital dentures. And I think we've got 86 clinics and it's like wow. the bat signal because it's, it's actually a Facebook chat, like a messenger chat. Yeah, yeah. And you put it on there and it's almost like a competition as who can answer fastest like it's nice. re- it is such a collaborative group um that helps yeah and then we um is it open to anyone it's to open join? to anyone to join how and, do they find it um it's called um on facebook go into the international digital denture study club and then we'll and then just ask for an invite we'll put you over to it we and know where he's going yes no, and i want to check it out yeah i know yeah and we I actually have a study it. club meeting um this will now be our third one it's going to be in Kelowna in april um and none of the speakers are sponsored everyone speaks for free and we oh, say wow. the truth so that's sponsors important. are in the hallway that's great and we tell you exactly how it's going. That's and important. 
It is the amount of the amount that people learn is is job dropping. And this year uh, we've got uh, people coming from Europe uh, to to speak, Australia, New Zealand, uh, coming from all the wow. states. Yeah, so it's quite a quite a big group. It's gonna be in Kelowna, Kelowna, British Columbia, which is wine country. So it's beautiful. So, so you like wine? Oh gosh, I yes. like this girl. Yes, I like wine. I already liked you, but I like wine. Yeah. I like beer. I like. Actually, I'm, I, we also want a craft brewery. And yes. yeah. I was going to get to that. <laughs> oh, talk about that. That. W- that was the bomb at the end I was going to throw. the bomb I love it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she has so much free time. I know, well, I you know. know. I thought, I, you know, <laughs> oh, gosh, I tell you. I do it to myself. I'm a victim of myself. Yeah. We were at a we were at a conference. Actually, it was a Tony Robbins conference a few years ago. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, I love that guy. Yeah. Yep. And I took my office manager and my treatment coordinator. We're sitting there. We're just, like, getting, like, like basically, I call it like a business spanking. Like you know, he's yeah. <laughs> a business spanking. Yeah, yeah. like get, get your head out of your. You exactly. Know. <laughs> Sometimes we almost need that mindset. Just get yourself out of your own head, right? And and I sort of realized, like within my clinic, like if I went skiing and broke my arm, I've got like nine families. I, I'm like, and I have single moms that work for me, and yeah. and oh, I kind of always had like a little bit heavy. of a panic attack, going, yeah. oh my gosh, like, this, is, this is like. Res- like yeah. the responsibility is actually we even had a ski cap at that time, which we've <laughs> since sold. But, um, you know, there was a huge, heavy responsibility. And so, you know, we're sitting there after this conference and, you know, we're at a brewery, we're drinking beer and we're like, gosh, you know, every time we go, we'd always go for craft beer. We'd yeah, just, yeah. We're like, hey, there's no craft beer in our community. Like, how hard can it be to brew beer? Famous last question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so my treatment coordinator and myself, we sent our husbands to Prague, Czech Republic, to go to brewery school. <laughs> That is so brilliant. You How got rid of them for a little while. Um, well, they had actually already had kind of been brewing on like a home level and yeah. stuff. So anyways, it was, it was super, super intense. I think they were there for like a couple months. And, wow. And so they came back and we're like, we're opening a craft brewery. We're going to do this. This is just. You guys have like those big steel or whatever. We I do. Mean, yeah. Yeah. So when we came back, we're shopping and, you know, we're, we're buying all this. We're starting to buy all this. And we're like, yeah, we're doing this. This is going to be great. And then we ended up um, a, a craft brewery that was um, in the same province that we're in was upgrading and they were selling their old system and like stainless steel and oh that's that. pretty yeah, yeah. sweet yeah yeah and so it just ended up being like oh, how does perfect. that even happen oh it was honestly it was like a miracle like it was really like a miracle that that even did happen it was timing it was all yeah. right and and so um anyways we ended up buying it but it was quite a bit larger so we ended up having to actually hire a professional brewer sure. to handle what's it. the name of the brewery uh trench brewing just like trench mouth <laughs> Is that where it comes from? Was that where you came up with it? <laughs> no, I like. No, we actually had this kind of this law with because it's um, my treatment coordinator, her husband, and me, and my husband. So it's the four of us, two couples, four people, and we had a law that if three people like something, the fourth was outvoted. We voted off the island, and I'm like, I just did not like the name. But Prince George is actually the base of the Rocky Mountain Trench. It's this natural oh, divide okay. that divides the northern and southern Rocky Mountain. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, you'll never forget it. And it's That's uh, yeah, great. And we're, trench mouth. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, we're like the largest. We're like the, uh, the largest brewery north of uh, Vancouver, north of Kelowna. So no. Yeah, yeah. So how many beers do you guys do? Uh, currently, we do between, we always have between 9 and 11 different on tap. Wow. We specialize in hazy 9 and 11? We have some bounce between the two. We have a, especially our hazy IPA is our number one seller. And yeah. So do you come up with different? I'm just the official taste tester. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> you have so nothing to do with do it? Cha- oh, that's great. Are the husband's now doing that full time? No, I, uh, I, I'm more on the business side of things. Yeah. yeah. Good, I, good. The, 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 sorry, the clinic just keeps me full time. Yeah. Sure, I yeah. bet. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. And probably yeah. weekends and really late at night. But you have work-life. It seems like you have yeah. work-life balance. You've oh, got gosh. kids. I'm sure so you don't have kids. Oh, okay. No, I said you said big, I've got a no, husband. I have a husband. <laughs> yeah, he's my child. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> but I got rid of mine. has helped you with oh. that work-life, I imagine. Huge. Yeah. Huge. I bet you used to be there till midnight. Oh, my goodness. Easily. And, you, know, you know, 
I made a promise to my team when we were going digital because we actually had a little bit of a, almost like a panic attack within my clinic. And I, I promised them that no one was going to lose their jobs. As in, you know, we, really we might have to retrain you, but yeah. I, I vowed that no one was going to lose their jobs if we went digital, and no one did. But and nobody will. if they moved, we didn't necessarily replace that job, right? Yeah, and that makes so, sense. You know, and we, you know, people do move, and people, you know, if happens, ret- yeah. a couple retire. We, you know, some things like that. So it used to be that it was just me. I was the single practitioner, and I used to have almost four, the three and a half people in the lab that supported me. Mm-hmm. Now we went up to four dentures. We're at three dentures right now, and we have one and a half people in the lab because digital Crazy. takes right Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, then, you know, and it's just so hard to find specialized removable technicians. And so now... You are so right. And so now the digital does the grunt work that nobody wants to do anyways. Sure. And then the trained people can do what they're actually trained to do. Yep. See, and, and we heard it again. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. We've got to have that technical experience. Oh, my and goodness. And skill oh, and brains so much. and knowledge and... Yeah, it just is not, we're not getting rid of the technician. We're enhancing the technician and we're giving them a tool that's actually going to help. Do you give all your referring clients growlers of beer? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I would. Um, I have done an open study club for the dental community in Prince George, and I invited them, and we just shut the brewery down. We had dental nights, and yeah, and had some beer. Had some beer. CE. (laughs) And more beer. It was actually kind of funny because I'm like, I finally, I'm like, we should just do this and invite out. And we just like, we we maxed out, like everyone, it was standing room only, it was great. I was in a little bit of a mood at that night, and I'm like, oh, oh no. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> What's the definition of a little bit of a mood? <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I've got a captive audience. They're drinking my beer. I'm going to tell them what irritates me about the communication levels between a dental team. And, tell them the truth. And you know, it's like when people come in, and they hate their lower dentures, and they're talking to the dentist, and they're like, you'll just tell us you only need a lower denture. And the upper is like 30 years old, and yeah. it's got no teeth. I'm like, don't. Tell them that they need just a new lower when, like, it's, it like, it's like shoes, like, like the tread needs to match. Hey, you can't replace you know? one shoe. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> like, yeah. and don't, so true. And don't do this and don't do that. And it was, and you know, of course, everyone's, and you, you have like receptionists and hygienists, and they're elbowing their dentists, like, yeah. easy. <laughs> That's great. And so it was, it was before a lot of really good laughs, and I'm actually really glad I did it. Like, it was, I was really glad I just, you know, I think well, the conversation having a little beer gives you a little bit of a push to say things that need to be said. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I think we got to end up. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think this thing starts till four thirty, so I think we're good. We just want to make sure we don't uh, people don't start yeah. talking over. I don't us think they have an audience, so okay. I think we're good. What time are you starting? Hi, George. Hi, how are you? Sorry, sorry. we're right in the middle. I just want. To see you. What time are you guys going to get oh, loud? Um, I think they come in at four thirty. Okay, okay right, we're, we're good. good. Okay. Thank so you. what I wanted to ask. No, that's good. A big that's problem perfect. in America is insurance mm. covering dentures. Is it any better in? Canada? You know, um, oh gosh, insurance, our nemesis senator blessing, right? Yeah. It's sort of. Totally. It, it's, it's tough. Um, so it's just as bad here. It, it, well, <laughs> I would say that actually probably Canada, I think we are a little bit better in yeah. some ways and certain. If you have insurance through an employer, um, and let's just say, I mean, I'll pick on a company, let's say Pacific Blue Cross or, or Great West Cypress on Life. Yeah. It depends on how that employer has negotiated the plan for you. So so oh. like you might be with Sun Life and you might be with Sun Life, but they're y- different. They're different plans within yeah. Sun Life, right? And, and, you know, and then there's they're capped, like they might be maximum $5,000 a year for a family. So, you know, if your daughter just got braces and your you're husband. You're done. Yeah, had, yeah, yeah, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got yeah. 50 cents, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so everyone's got different rules and different things. We, uh, British Columbia, we were very, very fortunate because um, our first 
First Nations patients uh, were part of a federal funding program called ESI, and it really only funded a, like about 50, just about 50, 60% of what the cost of adventure was, and it was really tough. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. really tough. So uh, they actually uh, went privatized, split off from the federal government, and they actually use the Pacific Blue Cross now for their funding, and they're funding like they're funding the full thing now. So it's it's really nice to see uh, certain groups actually get coverage for the first time. You know, especially Ever. that are, are vulnerable, and you know they've been in positions where. There's been a lot of generational trauma and things like that that they've lost. You know, they've they've had healthcare issues, yeah. And now we're actually able to, to treat it from a medical standpoint, which wow. has, has been wonderful. Yeah. Uh, in British Columbia, uh, there's absolutely no help for seniors, which is really really unfortunate. Really? So, let's just say, you know, you you and your husband, you had like a small home, uh, small business your entire life, and you didn't have a retirement plan because you were independent, and you're now 65. There's no addition. There's no like social security type thing, or that. Um, there's social into. security, but it doesn't cover health, uh, dental. And and then if you're under, um, like, social assistance, uh, like our ministries, like, uh, kind of like the welfare system, yeah. um, they will cover, but, like, you know, like an upper denture, and it's like, I think, 1600 and they only cover, like, $500. Is so. most of the work you do insurance-based? or is I was going to ask that. Yeah, I was in, in our area, because we're very, very blue-collar, so a lot of patients will actually have three insurance plans. Wow. So yeah, they wow. will come in, and they'll have the plan from their work. They will have then coverage from their husband's work, and they will be First Nations. And you can take so, it all? Yep. And it you all, can yeah. work with yes, them? Yes, you, you exhaust. Can you do that in America? I yeah, I care. think so. Yeah, you exhaust the first plan, then you go. Then oh, whatever's great. left over, you then build your second plan. Oh, if there's anything left over, that. then you build the third wow. plan. Yeah. Wow. So it's a lot of paperwork for our Sounds receptionist like team. Yeah. Like, it's a bit of a billing nightmare, but they... Um, I was going to say, you probably have a full-time We do. There's three girls that work on that. Yeah. Especially as large as your practice is. That's probably... Yeah. So I would say, I think we're very fortunate to have the level of insurance care that we do have, yeah. but it's not perfect, and absolutely does not cover implants. There's there's no insurance company no, that covers yeah, no. yeah. There is the odd plan that will cover um, a restoration if the implant is already pre-existing. Oh, That's interesting. Good. Yeah, so yeah. If they come in and let's say they've got no bars, they've got no locators, they will then cover the implant denture, but yeah. they will not cover the placement of the implant. You get a lot of locator cases up there. Yeah, quite yeah. a few. Yeah, That's cool. yeah. We sort of tend to be, I would say. Um, in our neck of the woods, not that much for fixed. Just a lot to do with hygiene issues. Yeah, and, sure. and, you know, our prosthodontists and, and oral surgeon, they just sort of really feel that, it, you know, they kind of lost their teeth for a reason. Usually, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. unless it's going into a zirconia restoration, we don't have a lot for fixed. But we do we do a ton of mill bar overdentures, tons of locators, and we've actually been doing a lot of conus cases. No kidding, yeah, conus. Yeah, huh? yeah. That's kind of die t- off right here. It took... Um, a while, but I really like them. And Do yeah, you really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it definitely was a learning curve, and you know. <laughs> so when you work with surgeons that place yeah. these implants, do yeah. you? Do they bring you in on the treatment plan? Uh, yes, 100%. So even if they're talking about it, the first referral comes back to us. Uh, we do the scan. We do kind of a preliminary diagnostic kind of design. We cross-section that design. We say this is exactly how much space we have. Therefore, they can only have this, this, and this. Wow. Unless you want to do bone reduction, then we can do this, this, and this. And they take that to heart and oh, they do it, huh? they do it 100%. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah, so they are super, super... Uh, respectful and, and that and way you get them where you need them yeah and they're not asking and for yeah the and impossible and then we do what we call um i do a free surgical guide not like a bone surgical guide but i do a free prosthetic surgical guide for any dentist that wants to that's placing that's implants Holy so what i do is so i just basically important. 3d print it only costs me a couple of dollars and it's just it just 
worth it, and, and it solidifies your relationship. To the implants they want to place, you Heck go. Yeah, there. yes. And then you're creating that trust yeah. and that loyalty, so, and, and it's they so need easy. you. I duplicate it. Yeah, you don't pr- want a free surgical guy. Yeah, I, pr- I print <laughs> and it's probably nothing. Sorry yeah, to nothing, interrupt yeah. you for you to do. <laughs> it's nothing to do. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. We just print it and clear, and I just basically take my trough and I trough out, and, and it's like you can put a d- an implant anywhere in this zone, but it can't come down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like a real soup. We're not talking. This is not like this is not you know with it's a not co- guided surgery. It's not a guided surgery. It's a template. This yes. is a prosthetic in uh, surgical guide. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they love it. They yeah. absolutely love it. And you know, we've never had to deal with an implant coming out of the you know the facial side of a tooth. Like cause it's cool. always within yeah, the zone. Yeah, exactly where you want it. Yeah, or close. This zone. <laughs> you, have, you have a zone here. This is where you yeah. put yeah. it in, zone. right yeah. here. <laughs> that is great. Yeah, yeah. I think we're needing no, to I, wrap up. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Like, he came over and said, yeah, you oh. you, you guys is backward. You're backward to him. So he said at four, you need to wrap. I think they want to practice. So oh. it's four. <laughs> Sorry. Esther. Thank you for having Sorry. me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank no, you let's so finish much. it properly. Yes. Yeah, I just thank you so you. much for coming on the podcast. And congratulations. I know we've, been, we've tried a thank few you. times. You're I love great. the fact that you're speaking and you're all women. I've seen you speak so a few good. times. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. I recommend anyone to check yeah. you out. Oh, thank you. Removable. Enjoy your weekend. You have thank a perspective you. that yep. technicians don't get. Oh, thank you so much. And have fun in Chicago. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a great show. Great show. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Hello, Voices from the Bench listeners. This is Janelle Tabakovich. And if you are going to LMT Lab Day West, you won't want to miss on my hands-on course. I am hosting a gingival composite course, bringing dentures to life with SR Mexico. I'll teach you how to take your analog and digital dentures to the next level. You'll learn my signature techniques of layering for natural gum tinting that will give you the confidence to provide not only an attractive appearance, but also a long-lasting prosthesis. If you want to take your dentures to the next level, visit lmtmag.com or you can simply go to my Instagram page, JT Lab Queen, and just click the link in the bio. Don't be a square. Take your dentures to the next level. Sign up today. Oh my God. A big thanks to Chet and Esther for coming on our podcast. I've known Chet for like years and years and years, and he really cares about us, the labs. Like he's a super genuine guy. It's important for us to support the companies that support us back. And after talking with Chet and the others from Ivaclar, I feel the love. I really do. And I'm sincere about that. And I really look forward to seeing what innovations they come up with next. And it was great to finally meet Esther on the podcast. And our only regret is that we had to end it early because they needed the room for an event that evening. Who's up for a trip north to check out her workflow and drink some of her beer? Road trip. I want to go. I'm ready. Thank you, Esther, for not only doing what you do, but also spending so much of your time to share and to educate others. You are a rock star. Awesome, everybody. We'll see you at Lab Day West. Come say hi. And we'll also talk to you next week. See ya. Bye. Every day sucked. Every day was an issue.